The Church Media Podcast, episode number 112, Seven Ways to Retain Volunteers on Your Team. Let's do it. Hey there. Welcome to the Church Media Podcast. The definitive podcast for helping you create dynamic experiences and build solid media production teams at your church. We're bringing you knowledge and insight from top media professionals from around the world. Useful, practical content in the areas of live production, design, leadership, digital communications, and more. The show notes for this episode and all archive episodes of the show are available online now at the Church Media Podcast. Podcast.com. And now, broadcasting from the ministry headquarters of 1230 Media, here's your host, church media coach, Carl Barnhill. Welcome to episode number 112 of the Church Media Podcast. I'm Carl Barnhill, your master of ceremonies. Thank you so much for listening. It's our prayer that through this podcast, we help you transform the worship experiences at your church and help you build solid media production teams. I want to start this episode off by telling you about a book that I wrote and put together called The Ultimate Production Team Handbook. We talked about it all last week if you listened to the show. Feel free to to catch up if you want to. Thechurchmediapodcast.com. You can hear all about the book and also get tons of free content and a coupon code to get the book. So check that out. Thechurchmediapodcast.com. The handbook has been a a top seller by far on our website at 1230.media. The book is the definitive companion resource for the volunteer media team at your church. It comes packed with documents and training materials that give you a massive jump start in creating your own manual for your production team. The handbook includes organizational charts, volunteer job descriptions, training guides, checklists, team lists, schedule templates, and more. You can take the material in the handbook and easily adapt it to your team. We give you permission to edit and produce as many copies of the documents that you may need for your church. Feel free to check that out at 1230.media forward slash handbook. We'll get you there directly. Uh, And also be sure to check out all of our books on our online store. Each book has been selected to help you learn how to transform the worship experiences at your church. Our experienced team of of in-house writers uh, are writing content to help you thrive in the areas of audio, video, lighting, stage design, volunteer culture, uh, and more. We've also selected books from authors that we know and trust to provide you with the best content for enhancing your media and production ministry. With each book, we provide you with the PDF, EPUB, and Mobi versions compatible with all the latest applications and book readers. Um, You you want to read it on your Kindle or or iPad or other device, it's compatible with all those. So feel free to check out our bookstore at 1230.media. Okay, short episode this week is I'll be giving you seven ways to retain or keep volunteers on your team. But first, we're starting a new segment on the show they were calling the church media tip of the week. Now, you might have seen me online on social media uh, with a video companion uh, of these church media tips. Uh, so feel free to message me. Let, let me know what you think of those online. But myself and other church media folks will be sharing different things that we've learned along the way. Uh, you're you're going to learn from the good and the bad. 
We're going to try to share from our own experience what work, uh, has worked for us, what hasn't worked. Um, so check this out, our first church media tip of the week. And now, your church media tip of the week. Useful tips and tricks to help you transform the worship experiences at your church. Here's Carl Barnhill. Pastoring your people is the secret sauce to building a dynamic volunteer culture at your church. You have to care about who your volunteers are becoming more than what they do on your team. If you're listening to me today, you're more than likely a creative staff member or volunteer at your church, a media director, tech leader, designer, AVL coordinator, something like that. You lead teams of volunteers that plan and execute worship experiences. I am one of you. I've been in full-time ministry for over 15 years, serving on staff at an international ministry in two large churches. I can tell you that at the end of the day, success in your ministry area should not be measured by executing a flawless worship service. It should be measured in the lives of the people that you are leading. As techie people, we are generally introverts. We like to keep to ourselves. We like to be behind the scenes. We don't like to be seen at all. Let me encourage you, if you're serving in ministry, people should be paramount. If you have a bigger love for your gear than you do the people using the gear, your heart may be in the wrong place. You are their pastor first, then you are their tech leader. You should have a passion to win the hearts of your volunteers, to walk with them as they walk with Christ. We can sometimes be too quick to focus on what our volunteers do for us and forget about sharing in their lives and spiritual growth during the week. As leaders, we must go after the hearts of our volunteers first. We must care about who our volunteers are becoming more than what they do on our team. Get more free coaching for your production team through our blog, podcast, and online resource library. Visit 1230.media slash training today. Welcome back. This week, we're going to be keeping things pretty short. Uh, The content I'm about to share with you is not long, but it's very meaty. So lock in with me for a few minutes and I'll keep things nice and tight. Okay, so here we go. Volunteers are the lifeblood of most churches. Even the largest churches in the nation depend heavily on volunteers to execute weekend services and activities. There are times when volunteers leave your ministry for very good reasons. There are times where volunteers need to be moved to another ministry or asked not to serve on your team. That happens. Uh, But as far as it depends on us as leaders, we need to make every effort possible to keep and retain the volunteers that we do have. So here are some reminders for all of us that if we take action on, we'll see some more volunteers stay in our ministry. Number one, genuinely love and care for them. Uh, Duh, no-brainer. But by far, the number one thing you can do uh, to retain volunteers on your team is to take care of them, to love them, to pastor them well. Yes, you may be the church tech guy, but our hearts need to beat for people. If you have a mindset of using people to accomplish a task and don't pastor them well, they'll eventually leave. Okay? Number two, repeat your vision or your why 
consistently. It should not be a question in the minds of your volunteers why they serve. Have a clear, concise vision and hammer it over and over and over. People should get tired of hearing it. The vision for the protection teams that I've led, now, you've probably heard me say this same sentence over and over and over. If you've listened to the podcast, if you've read our blog, if you read any of the books that we that we put out, I've said this exact phrase multiple times. Now, why? Because I want you to know what our vision was so that you kind of know, okay, gracious, he's hammered it over and over and over. Well, you need to do that with your with your production team. I promise. If they know why they are there, why they serve, they'll they'll have more of a heart and more, and more ownership in in serving. Okay, so here's the line. The vision for the production teams that I've led was that we created experiences where people met Jesus and took their next steps with him. They don't need to have the words memorized. They need to be able to clearly explain your vision to others and own it themselves. So if they get close, you know, we create experiences. Well, why? Well, we help people meet Jesus and grow with him. I'm good to go with that. All right, if your team members aren't clear on why they serve on your team or why they are performing certain certain tasks, they will leave. Your vision or your why is the foundation in which your team is built on. Start with your why. So genuinely love and care for people. Two, repeat your vision or your why constantly. These are two main reasons why people stay on your team. Number three, keep them informed. One of the most consistent improvements I got from volunteers when I surveyed our team was that they didn't know what was going on or when they needed to serve or where they needed to be when. So we must build systems where everyone is informed about the news on our team, that that no one is excluded. I mean, it, it hurts feelings when people think that they weren't a part of it or that they didn't know what's going on or that it's a social club. Uh, people hate that. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't stay for long on a team if I felt like uh, it was a social club and you had to be the right, uh, say the right things or do the right things to uh, to be involved on the team, that, that people were playing favorites. Um, but people aren't going to stay in that kind of environment. Um, so make sure you have a, a clean roster of your team and that you're consistent in the methods in which you communicate. If you communicate with some team members on one social platform and others uh, on another social platform, people will start to feel left out and uninformed. Email, I found that email was the most successful method of communication to my entire team. Most everyone has email. You know, 70, 80% of people are on Facebook. Even a smaller amount are on Twitter. Even a smaller amount or a comparable uh, amount are on Instagram. So don't say, well, I posted it on Instagram. Didn't you see it? No, I'm not on Instagram. I don't have an Instagram account. Um, So if you're going to post something or communicate something to your team, either plaster it everywhere, that's one, or probably a better route is to say and very uh, communicate this from the get-go, hey, guys, email 
is the way that I communicate or even take a survey. Hey, does everybody have an email address? Is everybody's email address accurate on this piece of paper that I'm going to pass around? Okay, so if that's the case, I need everybody to listen and, and pay attention. Email is the way that we communicate big news about our team. You might see stuff on other social platforms if you're on there because I want to plaster it everywhere for everybody to see it in multiple uh, ways. But if it's big news that everybody needs to, to know about, if you need to get up with someone or communicate to someone else, email is the primary form of communication for this team. Um, so I would do stuff like that. So that might be a consideration uh, for you because you know some people just might not be on Facebook and and that's fine. But if there's these big long conversations on Facebook, and someone else is left out and say, I didn't know about that. Well, we had this big discussion on Facebook. Uh, anyway, you're, you're setting yourself up for people to be excluded. So be sure to in- include people as much as you can. Uh, everyone um, on my team had email. Um, not everyone was on your favorite social network. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now. Um, a little review, though. Uh, the, the first three things for making sure that uh, volunteers stay with or, or um, don't leave your team are that you love and care for them, that you repeat your vision, and that you keep them informed. Okay, number four is stay organized. When keeping your team informed, you, you must stay organized. Your first step may be to create a, a team roster, like I mentioned above, uh, where you can see every member of your team at a glance. Once you start there, make sure that you have solid email addresses, phone numbers, and other current contact information. These sound simple, but too many people fall through the cracks because we don't stay organized and we don't keep them informed. Kind of beating this dead horse again, but you get my point. Stay organized. Uh, If you're not an organized person, why don't you bring someone inside your core team or partner up with someone or have someone come over to the church once a week that is extremely organized and that can help you from an administrative standpoint. Uh, try that. See if that helps. The point is, don't exclude people and don't leave them uh, hanging in the cracks and not follow up with them. That's the worst. Okay, number five, don't take advantage of them. If the same people on your team serve every week, that is not only a recipe for burnout, it's extremely unhealthy. A good rule of thumb is to schedule your volunteers once every three weeks on a Sunday and the same for midweek services. So they're serving twice a month, one one Sunday and one Wednesday a month. If they want to come in more often and serve in another capacity, that's fine. However, if I saw the same person serving every week, week after week, I would take it upon myself to remove them from the schedule for a couple of weeks or have a talk with that volunteer. Now, now, why would I do that? Why, why wouldn't I want people there all the time? If, if my culture is exciting, why wouldn't I want people there? Well, don't forget, their spiritual life is most important. They need to be attending church and serving their family well. So if they want to swing by and say, hey, as they're walking through, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about them hanging out back in production 
every Sunday when they're not even on a position or scheduled for anything. They're just hanging there and have no responsibility uh, whatsoever, week after week. Now, if this is a one-time thing, that's fine. I'm talking about an unhealthy pattern. Um, you, you need to talk to them or you need to remove them from the schedule for a couple of weeks because they need to be with their family. Now, well, we should be counting our blessings. They're in church. Yeah, but I'm trying to create a culture where a lot of people can be involved and have the same opportunities. So if if one person, because what happens sometimes is that one person hangs out and then they jump in and steal an opportunity from someone else. But I'm trying to create opportunities for new people. So if you keep jumping in to that position every time uh, there's there's a need, then it's it you're stealing the joy, you're stealing the opportunity for someone else. So there's a balance there. Yes, I'm excited that they're that they want to be involved. Yes, I'm excited that we're creating a culture where people want to be there. That's awesome. It really is awesome. But if it gets to a level where, you know, hey, they're starting to steal opportunities from from other people, you, you need to address it, okay? So be cautious of taking advantage also and putting too much on only a handful of people. That's a recipe for burnout as well. So there is a balance there. Okay, number six, take, re- take responsibility for the team. Be a leader. If something goes wrong on Sunday and your leadership asks you about it, take ownership. Don't throw your volunteers under the bus. Well, Susie sucks at ProPresenter, so, I mean, what, what can I do? Well, that looks bad on you for not training Susie the way you should have trained her. So, you know, take ownership. That's, that's on me. We're going to have some more training sessions. I need to work with her a little bit more on this. I'm sorry that that happened. We're taking steps to improve that so that that won't happen again. Take ownership because your volunteers hear that. And I wouldn't want to stay on a team if my leader throws me under the bus to, to the, to the higher-ups. If I listen to you as my leader, and I can overhear, I can eavesdrop on conversations, if you're saying, well, I'm trying to give her a chance, but she really, she's terrible. Well, then maybe you have her in the wrong spot. Put her somewhere else. That's your fault. So anyway, you, you get my point. Take responsibility for your team. And lastly, be grateful. Volunteers are spending time. They could be resting, time with their family, time doing other things to come and serve your church. Show your volunteers your gratitude with your words, your actions, rewards, food, treats, giveaways, and more. Think about ways that you can show your team members you're thankful for them. You know, a movie gift card every now and then to someone who really kills it on a Sunday is not necessarily a bad idea. A a birthday party for a teenager that's been in your ministry and is going off to college and you want to send them away and have a a birthday or a sending off party, that's a great idea. Um, You know, things like that. Um, Show people that you're grateful for them. It, It really goes a long way. 
Okay, so I'm going to review our seven things here uh, that if you do these things, people are, are less likely to leave your team. Now, I was not perfect at these things by a long shot, but these are things that either I recognized and implemented or recognized, and then by the time I left the church, it was too late <laughs> to, to really implement it, and I wish I had the time uh, to, to do that. So, okay, number one, genuinely love and care for them. Number two, repeat your vision or your why consistently and constantly. Number three, keep them informed. Number four, stay organized. Number five, don't take advantage of them. Number six, take responsibility for the team. And number seven, be grateful. If we implement these seven reminders for our teams, they are less likely to leave. Let's be strategic in how we lead the people under our care. When I come back, we'll wrap things up and I'll share who I'll be interviewing next week. You're going to like it. I'll be right back. I had another dream last night. Was it a good one or was it about me? It was about a poor wise man who changes the city. And I saw his face. Man, am I glad you guys showed up. Debbie, I got a sales call at 6.30. I got to drop off contracts north of town. No, you don't. Is there any infectious diseases floating around this place I should know about? <laughs> Martin told me about your friend. If you don't tell Debbie, I will. We've been married 19 years. We don't share the same life. We don't share anything. You can leave. You choose. What's your name? You don't need to know my name. Well, I'd like to know your name. Tell your woman to stop bothering me. You'd be doing me a big favor to just be nicer. You want to be my friend? Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to have to think about that. Where are you from? After my dad, the man put me up in a little shack. He didn't tell me that I could earn some money, maybe even some respect. You're befriending some homeless man. You lost your mind. They're looking for handouts instead of using their hands for work. Then figure out why he want to know me. Done some bad things. You're not a bad man. And I'm glad we're friends. Very sexy what you did today. Hanging out with a homeless guy. How was it? Actually, it was kind of amazing. Some things you need to know about Miss Debbie. She's the only person to love you enough not to give up. I love you, Ronnie Ray. Whether we's rich or poor, we's all homeless. Just working our way back home. Denver changed everything. Our lives together would never be this beautiful. Someone else is stubborn. Along with most of the other members, have a problem with you bringing your friend around. You can tell him that yourself. He's standing right there. Same kind of different as me. Coming soon to theaters. Show notes for this episode and all archive episodes of the show are online now at thechurchmediapodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show while you're there. We are one of the top 10 church media podcasts on iTunes, so thank you so much for listening to us. Just search Church Media on iTunes to find us. And also check out the churchmediapodcast.com for tons 
more content. That's the churchmediapodcast.com. On the next Church Media Podcast. Next week on the show, Kenny Jang from Church Butler will be stopping by. We'll be talking all about communications and the church. We'll spend the next two weeks with Kenny, and in the coming weeks, we'll bring on Justin Firesheets from Church on the Highlands, so don't miss the next few weeks of the podcast coming up. Really practical content coming your way. Check out David Michael Hyde, our podcast producer, master composer, audio producer, mixer coach, and my friend. DavidMichaelHyde.com is where you'll find him hanging out. It's a privilege hanging out with you guys. Go out there and create some incredible experiences this weekend. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the Church Media Podcast. Please take a minute today to rate and review the show in iTunes. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your team, visit thechurchmediapodcast.com. We'll catch you right here next week for another episode of the Church Media Podcast. 